You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 43 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your young, fresh, and happily married host, Leroy Luna, coming at you straight out of the closet to tell you all about an old dude who robbed a bank. He broke the law to get a break from his old lady. Crazy. Needing some space from the old ball and chain? The thought has never crossed my mind, am I right, guys? (laughs) Anyways, it's going to be fun. Oh, and uh, before we get into it, you may or may not have noticed some ads inserted into the episodes. Okay, okay, you definitely did. And hey, that's just part of the business. When you watch TV, there's commercials. When you listen to a podcast hosted by a celebrity or one like Unsolved Mysteries, which is great, by the way, there's going to be ads. At the end of their episodes, they thank the dozen people involved in making the show happen. The crew. Those people got to get compensated. Makes sense. No big deal, right? Nobody bats an eyelash. But for some reason, I always see independent podcasters getting crapped on for having ads. There's actually a lot that goes into this. I don't have a crew. I gotta count my wife as my sidekick, though. She doesn't care about getting the credit, but she deserves it. She helps me with the adult stuff I can't quite wrap my head around. Some editing, the business side, and all that behind the scenes. All I'm saying is I hope you guys embrace the ads. Don't get angry when you hear them. Just go cha-ching! Walk up to a stranger and give him a high five. Be happy, because that just means your boy's getting paid. Getting compensated for all my blood, sweat, and tears that I pour into this. Well, there's no blood involved. Mainly sweat and tears. Okay, mostly tears. And if you really can't stand those ads, sign up to Patreon. Where for the price of a Big Mac a month, you'll get the episodes early and ad-free. With some really neat bonus content. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough. You get the point patreon.com slash excuse me that's illegal all right joke time 
We got Upjoke.com delivering the goods for this one. Okay, so a robber walks up to a bank teller and says, Give me all your money or your geography. The teller, confused, says, Don't you mean history? The robber yells, Don't change the subject. I'll give you a second to recover from laughter on that one. Admittedly, that wasn't the best, but listen, I got a little bit of gossip for you, okay? Did you hear about the robbery over at the donut shop yesterday? Yeah, things got pretty crazy. The robbers came out of the store with buns glazing. You know what that sound means. Let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home nice and early so you can spend some quality time with your partner. Get some snuggling in, spoon each other, and discuss your dreams and goals. Really connect on a deeper level. Yeah, that sounds nice. Episode number 43, The Ball and Chain Bandit. In every relationship, we get into arguments with our significant others. Some fights are big and some are small. I remember getting into a huge shouting match with my wife about eight years ago. It happened as we were sitting down to eat dinner. I don't exactly remember what it was all about, but man, were we both fired up. My wife got a few good verbal jabs in there before deciding, hey, I can't deal with you right now. I need some space. So she headed upstairs to eat. She got to about the fifth step when she stopped because I had followed her. See, I wasn't done. Couldn't just let it go. So I stood at the bottom of the stairs and gave her a piece of my mind. And that's when I threw the C-word at her. Oh, you better believe it. She was pissed. Yeah, the C-word. Cuddle. Now it's all coming back to me. See, I was angry on account of she wasn't cuddling enough with me. (laughs) Anywho, this got her fuming. What happens next, my Italian listeners will appreciate this, because I broke a huge rule. Never get into a fight with a lady while she's holding a plate of pasta, because she threw the whole damn thing at me. Minus the plate, of course. She can get crazy, but she's not that crazy. Noodles, meatballs, tomato sauce, freshly grated parmigiano. I was covered in it from head to toe. What a sight it must have been. Hilarious. Although it took me about an hour to see the humor in that situation because I was so pissed off. Hey, we all have fights and sometimes we just need some time and space to think it over and deal with our issues like mature adults. Some people, like the gentleman in this story, need more time and space to deal with their issues than others. Okay, everybody. Get your ruby slippers out and click those heels together, because there's no place like home, baby. Today we are headed to Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas, to be exact. Let's check in with our good friends at Niche.com to tell us all about it. Quote, Kansas City is a city in Kansas with a population of 152,522. Kansas City is in Wyandotte County. 
Living in Kansas City offers residents a dense suburban feel. Wow, that's original. And most residents own their own homes. There are also a lot of parks. Many families live in Kansas City, and most residents tend to lean liberal. End quote. They rank Kansas City as number one for most diverse place to live in Kansas, and that's out of 220, so not bad. They're also number 87 out of 108 for best places to retire in Kansas, and 150th out of 220 for best place to raise a family. So yeah, a healthy mix of people, but a mediocre to kind of shitty place to raise a family and or retire. Both of the latter apply to our boy. The gentleman of the half hour, Mr. Lawrence John Ripple. Great name, but to keep it simple, silly, I will be referring to him as Larry. Larry is a 70-year-old man. He's recently retired, and he lives with his old lady, a woman by the name of Remedios Ripple. Her friends call her Dory. We're not friends, never met the lady, but again, for the sake of simplicity, yeah, let's call her Dory. So Dory and Lair are living out their golden years together. And Lair seems like an okay guy. He's been married to Dory for 33 years, helping raise four stepchildren with her. Anyone willing to take on the duty of stepfather to four children has to be a decent guy. I don't care what you say. So, you know, he must have loved her dearly to sign up for that situation. Having been together 33 years, though, I'm assuming all these stepchildren are probably in their late 30s, early 40s by now, and moved out at this point not playing a factor into the marital stress they're experiencing. You see, these two fight. A lot. Dory's known to be a bit of a nag. And Larry? Well, he's got his own issues. Thanks to the Daily Beast, we get a little extra insight into their relationship and the kind of people they are. Daily Beast interviewed a couple of family members who we will be getting some quotes from, and these family members wish to remain anonymous, not wanting to rock the boat. Understandable. First, anonymous family member quote regarding Larry's personality. He's always in a pissy mood. He's a bitter person. But you could tell underneath that, he was a great guy. End quote. Sounds complicated. But he's an old man, right? Lots of old dudes come across as angry and bitter. Turns out Larry does have some legit reasons to be a grumpy Gus, though. About a year earlier, Larry had a heart attack. And following that attack on his heart he underwent quadruple bypass surgery. Ouch. He's got a bum ticker. He's feeling vulnerable. And, you know, that brings him down a notch. He's retired. He's frail. He's feeling very mortal. The kids are growing up and out of the house, so they're living in an empty nest, and he's hanging around the wife quite a bit. This, my friends, is turning into a recipe for disaster. Retirement's tough. You gotta stay active, social, stay productive. Those type of people usually live long after retirement. It's the ones that kind of shut down, tune out, and hang around the house with no sense of purpose that tend to die young. You can see why Lair is feeling run down, recovering from the heart attack. He probably has to eat healthier, cut out alcohol, and maybe cigarettes. I don't know if he smokes. He looks like a smoker from the pictures I've seen. You gotta cut down on all that fun stuff. So yeah, I don't blame him for being a grouch. Gotta be hard on the wife too, though with this miserable old fart bringing her down. <laughs> okay, so shit hits the fan eventually. And on September 2nd, 2016, tempers flare, and they have a huge blowout over, of all things, a broken dryer. This fight had been brewing for a while. A blow-up was inevitable, but it always happens over something silly, doesn't it? 
anonymous relative, quote, She told him to fix the dryer and I don't know how this happened. It was just a petty quarrel that they have had, basically. There was fighting about the dryer that day, and it was a simple thing. It didn't work right, end quote. Okay, they'd been going at it for a while about this dryer, and Larry was just tired of it all. He couldn't handle it anymore. Getting nagged at by the old lady can be frustrating. Dory likely had a large honey-do list for our boy Larry, and he just couldn't deal. So this is the moment he does something drastic. He tells Dory, listen, babe, I would rather go to prison than spend another day with you in this house. Damn, that's cold. Then, right in front of her, he grabs a pen and scribbles on a piece of paper. Quote, I have a gun. Give me all your cash. Then he storms out the front door. Huh? What's he going to do with that, Dory wonders? He wouldn't possibly, would he? Uh, yeah, he would. Larry gets in his vehicle and drives down to the bank of labor. Yeah, he's doing this. Let's take a time out for a moment. In a heated argument, we often say things we don't mean, for shock value or because we're just pissed off in general. After we get a little space and some time to think things over, cooler heads prevail and we chill out after giving it some thought. This 70-year-old upstanding citizen, a retired family man, just said he'd rather go to prison than hang out with his wife. I jokingly call my wife the warden, because she runs a tight ship at the homestead. But there's no way in hell I compare my home life to that of a prisoner. That's insanity. At any rate, Larry sticks to his guns. And even though he has time to cool off, he stays committed and drives straight to the bank of labor. He's actually going to rob the joint. Now I looked up the location of this bank, and it's very close to police headquarters. The Bank of Labor is located at 756 Minnesota Avenue, while the police station is at 700 Minnesota Avenue. They're supposedly only separated by a Chinese food joint, a Subway sandwich restaurant, and a coffee shop. It's almost as if he planned it that way. I bet that place never gets robbed. No one would have the nerve. Before we get into the robbery, I just want to say that this specific Bank of Labor has a 3 out of 5 star rating with only 7 Google reviews. The Kansas City Police Headquarters, on the other hand, rated a very high 2.6 out of 5 star average from 36 reviews. Yikes. Marquis Miller, one star quote. Worst police department I've ever come across. The whole Wyandotte County is corrupted and steps over the law as if they are above it. Some cops are good and do their jobs, but it's definitely way more bad than good cops in this department. Also, a guy named Mike gives this one star. Don't bother calling. The teenage girl answering phones is too busy on Twitter to do her job. End quote. Hashtag poor customer service. Well, anywho, let's hope they're on top of their game today over at the police department. Because Larry's doing this. He walks into the bank of labor around 2.30 p.m. He's calm, he's cool, he's collected. He slips the teller the note, which again says, I have a gun. Give me all your cash. It wasn't complicated. Straight to the point. Larry must have looked like he wasn't messing around because the teller took him very seriously. She forked over $2,924, almost three Gs immediately. Not a bad haul from one register. Larry takes the cash, then rather than hightailing it out of there, he steps into the lobby and just takes a seat. That's it. He never planned on getting away with it, although he probably could have. Eventually, a security guard comes over, having heard the place was just robbed, and our boy tells him straight up, I'm the guy you're looking for. He then hands him the money and starts shooting the shit with him, telling the dude all his problems like he's a damn shrink. The Kansas City police were called and they make it over quickly. 
Guess it was a slow day on Twitter for the chick answering the phones. Larry is promptly taken into custody. He's arrested, and that's when he airs out all his dirty laundry to the local cops and FBI. He tells them how he was sick of his wife and just wanted out of that situation. This silly reasoning made the story go viral, getting nationwide attention. Eventually, on January 23, 2017, Larry goes to court, and he pleads guilty. Despite all the shit-talking about his wife, Dory stood by his side in court to back up her man. Larry was potentially looking at 20 years in prison. It's a long break from the old lady. <laughs> Likely longer than he intended. Let's listen to more random comments from anonymous family members of Larry and Dory. This first one's got to come from someone close to Larry. He says, quote, He wanted to get arrested and to get away. He just had enough and needed some place to rest his head. It's crazy, but he had no place else to go. She was just on him all the time. I think it got to him this time. Some men would have slapped her around or beat her up. But Larry's not that kind of a person. So he went down there to the bank and did what he had to do to get away from her. End quote. Wow. Brownie points for Larry for not slapping his wife around. Yikes. Another family member from Dory's side said this of the situation. I can see that she regrets it in her own way. I don't talk about it with her because I know she is already upset about it. I know she wishes she could have handled things differently. End quote. Man, you gotta feel bad for her. Kind of embarrassing for her and Larry. Dory seems kind of domineering. Means well, but bossy and overbearing, and it's hard to change your ways when you get older. Larry was dealing with the health issues and stuff, and I feel he was weakening and couldn't deal with it. She later realizes, hey, maybe I should have cut him a little more slack. He handled it in a bad way too, though. It's really difficult to pick a side here. The judge took all things into consideration, and in June of 2017, U.S. District Court Judge Carlos Merguia nailed it. Uh, well, he came up with a decision. Before we hear his sentencing, we got to go over some things that Larry Ripple did in the meantime. See, he had time to cool off. It should also be noted that his lawyer and even the prosecutors asked the judge to take it easy on him, along with the bank teller he robbed and even the president of the bank. Larry apologized to the teller, saying, It was not my intention to frighten you as I did. Other factors, uh, Larry was a great father and devoted husband. He had no criminal record in his 70 years of life leading up to this. He was also diagnosed with depression after dealing with the heart attack, and he really wasn't himself. This crime was a cry for help. Sincerely, I believe it too. Sometimes these excuses sound insincere, but with Larry Ripple, it's believable. Larry says since getting on the proper medication and facing his issues head-on, he feels like his old self again. They say he's extremely unlikely to re-offend, and the icing on the cake? Larry is also attending some much-needed couples counseling with his wife. He is back, baby! Let's hear the final opinions of a couple family members before we move forward. Quote, I don't feel like he should go to jail, because I feel like he was temporarily insane at the time. Did he scare the hell out of somebody? Yes. But you help a guy like that. You don't put him in jail. End quote. Agreed. Oftentimes, especially in the States, I find they're a little too quick to lock someone up. You need to weigh out the circumstances. The other family member said, quote, Larry needs help. Not 20 years for a stupid decision he made. He probably won't last very long behind bars after the heart attack. The things that go on in your mind. It creates fear and you lose the hope to live. End quote. Sounds like that person's done a little jail time themselves. Hard not to agree with them, though. All right. 
Now, after taking all of this into account, let's hear the judge's final decision. Larry was sentenced to six months of house arrest. Ugh. Six months alone at home with his wife. <laughs> Thanks, judge. That was harsh. He also received three years of supervised probation. He had to pay $227.27 to the bank. That's to pay for the hours that a couple employees were sent home early with pay on the day of the robbery. Stress and all that. He also had to give 100 bucks to a crime victim fund. That doesn't sound like much, but keep in mind, Larry immediately gave back the $3,000 he stole that day. And to finish things off, Larry had to serve 50 hours of community service after his house arrest was up. That probably would have done him some good, get him out of the house and helping out in the community. Uh, people were surprised by this. It was a very rare sentencing. Larry didn't have to serve any jail time for robbing a bank, and that hardly ever happens. Something funny I'd also like to mention is Larry obviously didn't have a gun, but he did mention one in his robbery note. When the police arrested him and he was frisked, they only found two things in his pocket a pair of nail clippers, and a hairbrush. He knew he was getting arrested that day and wanted to look fresh. In Lair's mugshot, you can't see his nails, obviously, but I'm sure they were neatly trimmed. His hair, though, it's looking nice. He's got a strong hairline at 70, and you can tell his hair is freshly brushed and slicked back. I like that. He's looking good. Uh, takeaways from this, I feel kind of bad for Dory. She came out looking like a real ball buster. I really hope this couple realizes life is short, especially when you've had quadruple bypass surgery. Maybe they should just enjoy the time they have left. Cut out the stress and the fighting. Don't sweat the small stuff, because it's not worth it. And in the long run, it's just going to put you into an early grave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 43, The Ball and Chain Bandit. As always, I'd like to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. Alright, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So sing it with me. Let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Hey, first of all, I just want to say I love your podcast. It's one of my favorites. Um, so my name is Natalie, and I'm from Texas. And you'll notice I don't talk back Vegas. Sorry, I had to add that. Um, anyway, so my uh, criminal thing is about 12 years ago, um, I was a young teenager, 17 or 18, and um, 
I was actually having an affair with this guy who's married, obviously, and uh, so I lived with my parents, and obviously we couldn't go back to his place because, you know, his family. So in order to do our dirty little deed, um, we decided it would be a good idea to, like, stop by uh, his wife's work, which was actually, like, locked up, but he had a key. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea, but anyway. So we stopped by, and I guess somebody had seen a car parked there and called the police and reported it because <clears throat> we did what we did, and we left. And as soon as we left, um, this was in Tyler, Texas. Um, we turned right off the loop, and all of a sudden, there was, like, two police cars um, behind me. And, you know, they told us that we had to get out and they searched the vehicle and... You know, at first they wouldn't even tell us what was going on, but um, eventually that they said that, yeah, you know, they thought that we had stolen something because somebody had seen a suspicious vehicle out there. And it was really embarrassing. Um, so they searched the vehicle. Obviously, they didn't find anything because we didn't steal anything. And um, But his wife had to come out there, and um, thankfully there was, like, no charges pressed. No, yeah, however you say that. But, uh... It was really, really, really embarrassing, and I learned a really valuable lesson. Um, don't sleep with married guys, and if you do, definitely don't do it in, like, a place where you can get a cop's call one But other than being really embarrassing, like, we didn't get in any trouble. Um, but, like I say, it was it was really an interesting experience, but I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get, like, a record together. So. Anyway, uh, keep doing your podcast. I really enjoy listening to you, and I hope you have a good day. All right. Thank you for that, Natalie. It's greatly appreciated. Wow. A passionate affair. Steamy. Interesting your bed buddy didn't splooge, I mean splurge, on a motel instead. Must have added an extra element of excitement doing the deed at his wife's work. That is messed up. (laughs) I'm glad you guys didn't get arrested or anything, but man... No doubt, just the awkwardness of that whole situation was punishment enough. But wait, I got a question. Uh, So the wife found out, obviously, right? So does that mean that the affair ended that night? Or do you guys still have a few more rendezvous? Hey, message me back. I'd love to know more juicy details. (laughs) Seriously, though, thanks again. That was great. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com. Send in your softcore crime and you could have it played on the air. Alright, now I need everyone's attention as I induct the next 10 members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch. No name. Chris G. Corey P. Jane S. Miss Melissa W. Josh. Amber P. Mary L, Andrea C, and Shy from Chi Town. Let's sound those air horns to make it official. You are now officially members of the Neighborhood Watch. Thank you, my friends. You all hold a very special place in my heart. Patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal to join the club for the price of a Big Mac a month. Now I have a little treat, a teaser for you non-Neighborhood Watch members out there. 
I'm going to play us out with a clip from the latest Luna band, where my bro Jack Luna and I have an awkward conversation. Come join the club if you'd like to hear more of that stuff. We always have a good time over there. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, and I'll meet you all back here in another 10 days for more softcore scum baggery. Peace! What about masturbating? You ever get caught caught masturbating? No, no, I would never get caught masturbating. Who the hell gets caught masturbating? Like, what are you doing? What are, what are you laying on the bed with, like, the blankets off completely naked with your door unlocked and your mom could walk in at any time or something? <laughs> Have you ever been caught? Um, No. Well, like, by my wife. But, like, God, that's different, though, right? Like, who cares? That's hot. But- <laughs> that's hot. Not really. Um, yeah. It's not like I was sitting on the couch at lunchtime on a school day with, oh, God, no. I, do you know what I'm getting yeah. at there? Oh, yeah, okay. I do. I, I'll say it quick. He doesn't listen to the show. I, I think we walked in on our stepfather at the time jerk, jerking off on the couch or something. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You weren't there. Oh, you did. Yeah. No, I yeah. walked in a Halloween one time and something was going oh, on. Really? And I was, <laughs> and I was like, time? what the hell? And then he freaked out, and he was mad at me for a long time because uh, mm. this other guy had taken us out trick-or-treating. One of our mom's old friends took us out trick-or-treating, and he took the time to get a little t- treat going on for himself. On the- <laughs> <laughs> treat himself. <laughs> treat yourself. Yeah. Uh, my experience, yeah. Well, he thought I went back, in his defense, he thought I went back to school. Like, I came home at lunch, right? But I, went, yeah. I think I came back in to go to the bathroom, and then I came out, saw a couple, well, there's a couple of women going at it on the TV, and then <laughs> I looked I over, track okay. pants on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the way to do it. You shouldn't ever get completely naked and not have a blanket to grab in case <laughs> someone comes walking in the door, especially and on like, Halloween, Halloween night. <clears throat> and in the, like in the family room too, right? Yeah. I mean, right. at least go in the bedroom or bathroom or whatever. With the lights on. Yeah. I think he thought it was really his house at that point. Maybe he was establishing his dominance over the Master of his domain, yeah. (laughs) 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 All right. Anyway, shout out to Bruce. He doesn't listen, so we we should just like really quickly kind of explain, like that situation, our mom married this this guy, uh, and he was okay for a while, and then he seemed like he just didn't like us, right? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> so things got really quiet for like I don't know how long you figure there, Leroy. Twelve, fifteen years. To, yeah, until I moved out. Yeah, for me. <laughs> fuck, couldn't get out of there quick enough. <laughs> and then, uh, but what would happen was um, things like that would happen. Like we would come into the living room and something like that. That's very rare, but or he'd come home from work and we'd scatter. And then he'd feel like the top of the TV and the TV be warm. It's like, I know you guys are watching TV. <laughs> it's like, but he's like, you can, you could watch TV. And we're both like not saying anything. We're like, we don't want to when you're out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. You know, I mean, it could have been worse. Never hit us or anything. Oh, but no, it was just, just uh, very, just uncomfortable at, at I, home for a long I, yeah. time. We don't need to talk about all that, but I just want to give people no. some context as to like the the relationship there and how awkward walking in on that particular person was for both of us. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, if we got along, I would have high-fived him for sure. Oh, yeah, I would have finished him off. (laughs) 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 Happy Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that was good. Okay. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.